This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, November 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Report pins down water priorities. Becerra's environmentalism on national stage. And USDA Carbon Bank eyed as Biden climate fix. PPIC report lays out water priorities for Newsom. Major events in California water and beyond have shifted the landscape and the priorities for local, state, and federal action, according to a new report by the Public Policy Institute of California, or PPIC. Racial unrest has exposed water equity issues, according to PPIC. A mega drought may be on the horizon. Conflicts have escalated over Delta flows with nearly 20 lawsuits filed. Governor Gavin Newsom finalized his water resilience portfolio, and the recession is presenting hard choices for local and state funding priorities. Among the key elements in the report, the researchers urge collaboration to reduce uncertainties in agriculture water supplies. They call for broad-based partnerships and industry support for farmworker communities. PPIC will host three panel discussions to discuss the priorities starting today at 11 o'clock. Speakers include agency directors, water managers, and California Democratic Representative Jared Huffman. Environmental friends salute Becerra for taking on agriculture. The advocacy group Friends of the River is today presenting Attorney General Xavier Becerra with a recognition award. According to the group, Becerra is, quote, a true champion for California and our wild heritage and brilliantly prosecuted a case against the Westlands Water District over raising Shasta Dam. Friends of the River filed its own lawsuit the same day as Becerra. Westlands argued that adding more reservoir capacity would support the state's climate and drought resilience. Becerra thanked the group for the award. Now keep in mind, President-elect Joe Biden may be considering Becerra to head the Justice Department or Homeland Security. Or Newsom could appoint him to Vice President-elect Kamala Harris' Senate seat in January. Before running as Attorney General, Becerra had spent about 25 years in Congress representing downtown Los Angeles. Proposition 15 fails. Enough ballots have been tallied this week to officially confirm the defeat of Proposition 15 proposal to raise commercial property taxes. Farmers can breathe a little easier today, said California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson. The defeat of Prop 15 can be seen as a rejection of this specific harmful measure, but also as a broader call to our elected officials to stop enacting costly policies that hurt farmers, consumers, and businesses. Fudge endorses Scott for House Ag Chair. Representative Marsha Fudge, the Ohio Democrat, backing Representative David Scott, the Georgia Democrat, to be the next chairman of the House Agriculture Committee, that according to Cleveland.com. Fudge's office also said she would be, quote, honored to serve if offered a position as Secretary of Agriculture. Fudge had been seen as a leading candidate for either position. Scott has the most seniority among committee Democrats after Representative Colin Peterson of Minnesota, who lost his re-election bid. Representative Jim Costa of California, third in seniority, also seeking to chair the committee. 
Carbon Bank is the brainchild of Biden transition lead. With Joe Biden preparing to take office, the idea of using USDA to pay farmers to reduce greenhouse gas emissions is getting new attention. Robert Bonney, who leads the Biden transition advisory team for USDA, has proposed using the Commodity Credit Corporation to set up a carbon bank that would buy and sell carbon offsets from farmers. Now, that's the same CCC the Trump administration has been using to make trade assistance and coronavirus relief payments to farmers. The carbon bank proposal is included in a climate policy memo produced by a group of former officials, including Bonnie, who served as Undersecretary of Natural Resources at USDA during the Obama administration. The memo says USDA has, quote, enormous and underappreciated discretionary financial resources and agency expertise to address climate issues. Now, take note, a new Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance is set for rollout next week, and one of the suggestions will be to incentivize climate smart practices through a USDA carbon bank, tax credits, or conservation programs, according to a source speaking with AgriPulse. Bonnie has called for buying ag carbon credits through a reverse auction that would allow farmers, ranchers, and forest owners to bid the price at which they're willing to sell offsets. The credits would then be sold into the private market. In a study the Bipartisan Policy Center released this summer, Bonnie said Congress could authorize USDA to, quote, buy, insure, and or provide price guarantees for carbon credits. Biden plan called for paying farmers. The carbon bank concept is somewhat similar to Biden's campaign proposal to expand the conservation stewardship program with the help of private funding to pay farmers for offsets. A USDA carbon bank could establish strong price signals that encourage, quote, robust offset markets while making use of existing protocols from the private credit market, according to Laura Wood-Peterson, Senior Director of Government Affairs for Indigo Ag, a Boston-based company that is marketing ag carbon credits. But environmentalists have long been wary of using ag carbon credits to address climate change. Carbon stored in farm soils during one growing season can be released to the atmosphere again the next if practices aren't maintained, writes a policy expert for the Union of Concerned Scientists. By the way, a leading farm conservation group, the American Farmland Trust, has proposed five policy recommendations for the Biden administration, including a national cover crop initiative that would provide a five-year surge of incentives and technical assistance. Analysis. Trump's WOTUS in danger. The Biden administration is likely to repeal the Trump administration's navigable waters protection rule as a part of President-elect's regulatory agenda, according to environmental lawyers at Hogan Lovells in a new analysis. The NWPR replaced the Obama-era Waters of the U.S. rule that had expanded the jurisdiction of the Clean Water Act. The Biden administration could modify the approach taken by the Obama administration or seek a bipartisan solution in Congress, the analysis says. The lawyers say they expect the new administration to strengthen environmental protections by adopting new standards, revising existing standards, and increasing enforcement. 
Keep in mind, Biden can't use Congress to nullify Trump's regulatory actions unless Democrats win control of the Senate in the upcoming Georgia runoffs. Here's today's He Said It. If he runs in 2024, he'll certainly be the frontrunner and will probably be the nominee. That's Senator Marco Rubio of Florida talking to congressional reporters this week about President Donald Trump's future. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, November 12th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.